Welcome to Excel Boats on the X Podcast, powered by Mud Buddy Motors. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. The only podcast to bring you insights on the world of hunting, fishing, and boating. With your host, J. Paul Jackson. You don't say much, do you? Now, blow it up and side in. This is On the X. Welcome to the Excel Boats on the X Podcast, powered by Mud Buddy Motors. Jay Paul Jackson here hosting this week along with my co-host Dave Reynolds coming to us from our headquarters there in West Jordan, Utah. What's going on, Dave? Not much. Not much. It's a beautiful, sunny winter day here. We're not having that uh, uh, Arctic vortex or whatever they call it there in the Midwest that you guys are having. Thank goodness. It's uh, actually supposed to get about 50 here today, so pretty nice while you guys are freezing your butts off. Yeah, it was in the teens yesterday morning, but it's supposed to be 62 tomorrow. So, wow. Uh, about to get some relief as well. That's quite and, a contrast. Uh, yeah, and speaking of relief, uh, you've been paddling kidney stones, haven't you? Two of those bastards. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I have. <laughs> One, hell, yeah, not, not fun. You know, I had a kidney stone about 20 years ago and i remember it vividly i was working in browning i was in a meeting with a supplier and all of a sudden i started getting cramps and i was sweating and i was like man i, I gotta excuse myself i gotta go outside and at that time i didn't know what it was and it was a kidney stone but it's been uh it's been some time so these rocks i i call them my pet rocks you know um, they have been uh, developing, and you know, I found out it, it's essentially uh, it's more hereditary than than diet in a lot of situations. Because I I eat pretty good, I drink a lot, pretty conscientious of being hydrated. But my dad's had several, my brothers had them, and you now it's it's my body composition for some reason it likes to make rocks, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> And I got to deal with it. So thank goodness for ibuprofen. Yeah, buddy, but you I know, know, it'll pass. It'll pass. <laughs> the only thing that I saw good about having kidney stones was I could walk in the door, mix a drink, and tell my wife, look, I got to have this now. And yeah, say, I got to be hydrated. Yep. <laughs> Any form man. whiskey, beer, yep, anything, just liquid. <laughs> yep. Bird dog, hey, anything will work. Yep. Well, man, I, I hope you get over this quick because, man, it is no fun, particularly duck season's over. You've got the withdrawals from duck season, and now you got kidney stones on top of that. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't get worse than that, you know? Yeah, speaking <laughs> and, of the end of duck season, the two years just ended. So how did you close out the year? Favorable? You know, um, it was a tough year all over the Mississippi Flyway. I know you came – Hunted with uh, uh, our special guest today, DJ Spear and uh, Bill Atkinson, our sales rep. And, you know, it was tough up and down the Mississippi Flyway. Uh, we were very fortunate. I had a really strong close, shot limits of ducks Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. At, uh, and Sunday morning was, man, just, just magic. Uh, put a little video on my Facebook page and on my Instagram if anybody wants to check it out. We had so many ducks in the hole that we were on Sunday morning, just three of us, when we knew we were going to limit out. Legal shooting time came and I just wanted to shoot. You know, I just stood there with the iPhone videoing it because, you know, it was for the really first time in the season, we had loads of ducks and knew we were going to limit out that day. 
Man, figures last day of the season. Isn't it great, though, to finish on such a strong note? I can guarantee you very few hunters in Arkansas in particular finish so strong. I think, in fact, most hunters are just like, hey, man, this season just good riddance. I'm, I'm glad it's over with now, and hopefully next year is better. I mean, it was just terrible for a majority of the hunters I, I spoke to, but that is hunting. You have some good years, some bad years, and I hope you never have another year as terrible as uh, 2018, though. No doubt about it, you know, and for me, yeah, it was a great way to fish, but it was kind of bittersweet because it's like, dang, damn it, we've got birds now, and it's over. But, yeah, it's almost you know, better, Dan, uh, you know, getting skunked. It's like, oh, man, okay, <laughs> I'm done with this shit, you know. Amen. I don't know what the best way to end is, you know, but, you know, the government went back to work on Monday, so I guess it was good even though we had ducks because, you know, we're going full steam ahead, getting the new facility, trying to get the construction done so we can open it. I'm sitting here today, and by the way, guys, we got a really, really special guest uh, with us today. Never, never had him on the podcast before. Way past time to do it. I'm actually sitting in the lobby of the Excel factory in Mountain View, Arkansas, and uh, Dave and I have our good friend and the guy that makes things happen for Excel Boats, probably the, the most important guy at Excel Boats after Glenn, uh, Mr. DJ Spear. DJ, you're also a, welcome to the show, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're also a duck better to finish the season. Oh, you? man, I don't know. It was such a crappy year. I just, um, I think I'd rather go out with a bang and have, you know, at least one good, one good hunt because we sure didn't get them this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I agree with you. I think going out with a bang is the way to go. And, um, you know, I'd rather do that than go out with a bus. No yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're sitting here in the lobby and we've got the doors locked and we've got big notes on both of the doors telling people we're recording, do not introduce the other door. <laughs> and a lady comes up and just like, oh, but can I come in? <laughs> well, that's because you're in Mountain View, Arkansas. You know, most people there don't know how to read. <laughs> She's obviously not an Excel employee. All our employees extremely intelligent we get the best of mountain view in my opinion <laughs> cream of the crop like dj good group of people really good group of people works for us here yeah and you've been busier than snot oh man we've just been living the dream here it's just crazy busy um we got so many orders we can't fill them all and and just we never slowed down you know we took off last last spring and summer and just it hasn't slowed down. We didn't. We have not had a break in the orders coming in since last um, January, February. Now you've been in the boat building industry for a couple of decades now, right? Ninety-one. Ninety-one is when nineteen ninety-one is when I started. Oh wow! So almost three decades now. Yeah. In fact, you know, DJ is one of the few employees who was with the old Excel company. And by the way, the new Excel company was it next month? DJ will be ten years, right? years next month march the 9th will be yep, 10 years 10 years march the 9th but dj is one of the few that uh was with excel and uh what river trail in, yep. in the old days and also uh survived the f4 tornado man well, what was that like dj well i wasn't i wasn't actually in the tornado i wasn't there at that time but 
Yeah, that was uh, when I went up there and seen the devastation. I'd never seen anything like it. It was like a, it was like a bomb went off inside the building and just blew everything out. I mean, it was just, just it's uh, you can't describe it with words until you see something like that. It's just devastating. Yeah, and you know, for those of you guys out there that are regular listeners of the podcast, you know, today we wanted to have DJ on here to talk a little bit about the way that we build Excel boats and what was going on. We've got a whole lot of stuff happening right now. It's a really, really exciting time for Excel and for the outdoor industry. We've got some new products coming out that are gonna be killer. But, you know, for those of you that don't know a lot about the company, you know, let's give them a little bit of history. A lot of people don't realize that Mud Bunny and Excel are not the same company but they're sister companies. And uh, last year, Mud Buddy Motors, which was founded by our owner, Mr. Glenn Foreman, uh, celebrated its 25th anniversary. And, uh, you know, the motors were doing so well after a few years that people were dying to have a boat to go with them that was specifically made to go with that motor. So um, we went through a couple of different manufacturers, and I guess River Trail Marine was the final one, and they actually built Excel boats, right? Right. And... Um, River Trail, uh, 10 years ago, um, or 11 years, years ago, ago. Uh, it was right, at, it was in 2000, and, it was 2008, 2008, the beginning of 2008. Yeah, 11 years, February 11 years 2008, ago, 2008, yeah. uh, a, a freak F4 tornado hit Clinton, Arkansas, destroyed the factory. And um, after that, Glenn decided to, uh, to start his own boat company instead of working with others. And so come March 9th, next month, will be the 10th anniversary of Excel Boat Company LLC as we know it uh, today. And we got some pretty cool, one really cool podcast uh, planned for the, for the 10th anniversary. Um, so, and then a lot of cool stuff happening here in year 10 too. We got the uh, looking across the street here, Dave. I don't know, did you get to come up here while you were here? No, he didn't. No. No, they are pouring the last piece of slab Saturday. So once that happened, we got a 25,000 square foot building we're building across the street. We're going to move our finish and inventory over over there and, and open up some a little bit more production facility in here. It's really cool too to look at across the street and seeing that this is, mm -hmm. you know, actually happening. I mean, back in the summer, we had uh, uh, Jorge, George Ayala with uh, EDA and um, uh, the Federal uh, Economic Development administration has played a major role in helping us get this new facility expansion done and seems like it's just yesterday you and i had gold shovels out there turning dirt yeah it's been a it's been bittersweet this has been a two to three year project we've been trying to get going for for a while because we just we knew it was we was growing that fast and we really needed it glad to see it finally take a shape no doubt and tennessee you know we closed on the building over there so uh hopefully sometime in 2019 or Brand new facility will be opening, uh, opening in Tennessee, and to watch, you know, here, I mean, you get this roll of aluminum that comes in, mm -hmm. eight thousand pound coil, and it leaves as a boat. A lot of times, all you got to do is gas it up, and you're ready to put it on the water. Put gas in it and head to the water, yes sir. Yeah. So, for those guys listening that run Excel boats, so to take me through the the process, the steps of building Excel boat. Okay, so we get these coils of aluminum in. Um, well, first off, we take an order in. We take an order from a dealer. Dealer comes, we, we bring get the order in the office. We, we fill out all the necessary paperwork. The order goes out on the floor. We're cut to order. We don't cut anything stock. Um, the order goes out there. 
um, we start cutting and we roll these pools out depending on the different alloy, different thicknesses, whatever the particular boat calls for. Um, it goes through the decoiler, which takes the coil out of the aluminum and it slides onto our plasma table. And all of our, all of our boats are cut on the CNC plasma machine. Um, we'll, like I said, we cut it to order. So that order, we cut all the parts of the boat for that order. Um, then it goes to the benders, the benders bend it up, bend the hole up, and then it goes to the welding, welding area. Um, we weld the hole up, weld the hole up first, and then we weld all the parts together, uh, pre-assemble like a pre-assembly area, and then we put everything on the rib jigs and start putting the ribs and the guts and everything in to make it, make it actually look, start looking like a boat. Um, after the welding area, we hang it up and it goes through our wash and foam area. Um, we sand the entire boat and, and degrease it, and, um, inject it with a marine grade closed cell expanding foam. We probably use more foam than anybody in our We we, we fill every nook and cranny with, with foam. It's it's really good stuff. Um, then uh, after that, we we go into the paint booth. Um, we shoot liner on them, do camouflage, do some shiny paints. How many different colors are available? Um, there is seven different shiny colors and three different camouflages. Four different camouflages, two different OptiFade. So we do OptiFade, Net Gear. Um, that gear and Max Four. But even though there are only seven shiny colors, there are literally there's, there's dozens, if not right. hundreds, of combinations available. Right. You can do a white with a black stripe, maroon stripe, a blue stripe. We got a new blue coming out. Um, we're going to debut at the uh, Catfish Conference. It's going to be a real, real nice color blue. Um, we've got some several other new stuff that we're working on. The Catfish Conference is going to be one that people are going to see some new stuff. Yeah, we even have a guy that we've uh, built a boat for. He wanted a uh, yeah, Dallas Cowboys color, so it's a blue and silver, the new blue and a, the new and blue silver and, and gray. It looks really yes, cool. It is. It's going to look really good. Heck of a combination. So after we finish painting the man, what you saw? That's okay. After we get done painting them, we drop it down. We put it on the trailer that it belongs on. It goes into our finish area, and that's where we put the consoles, the wiring, the motors, hydraulic steering, jack plates, whatever, whatever that boat calls for in the order, it goes in it right there. And when it leaves that area, it's ready to be loaded up and head to the dealer. That is cool. cool well, it goes well, one more process. It goes through a quality control area, quality check. We do we check live wells, check all every every electronic on the boat is checked, so that when the dealer gets it, it everything is is working properly. Neat. Then we load it up and on a on our big truck and trailer and deliver it to our dealers. Yeah, I don't love. I mean, coming and walking through here, visiting the plant, it's just. Really, really cool. I mean, Dave, doesn't it amaze you how, you know, you got all this this big 8,000 pound roll of aluminum at the front door and you got these finished boats coming out the back. Yeah, how it transforms into a boat. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really amazing. Yeah, it, it's, it's a pretty cool process. Now, you brought up the Catfish Conference. Uh, speaking of that, you're going to be there at the Catfish Conference along with Jeffrey and I? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be there. Yeah, if you're in Louisville during the time of the Catfish Conference, you want to be sure and uh, come by the uh, convention center there and check out the Excel booth. Uh, you can meet DJ in person, ask him questions about the way the boats are built, and you'll also be able to see uh, a couple of our boats. As a matter of fact, at the Catfish Conference, hey, it's okay for me to say this, but we're unveiling the... Um... I don't know that's top secret, Jay Paul. We gotta watch. We gotta keep stuff top secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to do it and then you have to kill me. But uh, so I'll just say this: we have a new model in the uh, Stormcat series 
that we will be unveiling there at the Catfish Conference Hub. A little lighter, a little smaller, and a little sleeker than the current uh, Stormcat 230, which is an amazing vessel craft in itself. But, uh, yeah, this new boat will be more of a multi-species, whereas, you know, the 230 Stormcat is, um, you know, it, it's catered more to the tournament fishermen. You know, I think this, uh, this new model will have, uh, I mean, the 230 has a lot of versatility, but, you know, this new boat will be even more, you know, versatile for fishing, you know, walleye, bass, um, you know, crappie. It'll, you have to wait and see. Yep. It's going to be one of the best looking walk through windshields boats out there. You can, you can take that to the bank. Yeah. I've, they let me take a peek at the hole the other day back here after they got it all welded together. And man, it's I, the main word that comes to mind looking at that hole is sexy. I mean, this is sleek. That's my word. You took that word from me. That's my word. The storm can't be big sexy. It's a little sexy. That's what I tell Josh. Hey, man, we got to sexy that boat up now. It's not, it's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Speaking of Josh, Josh is going to be at the catfish conference as well. He's going to come with me too and and take a look at everything. And he wanted to go, so we're going to, I'm going to take him with me. All right, we'll have a full crew there. Yeah, and uh, Jeffrey will be there, who runs Mud Buddy um, Facebook Lives every Wednesday. Oh yeah, yeah, Jeffrey from Jeff and Keith Shallow Water Adventures will be hanging out with us there. We will be doing. Uh, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event, um, and possibly even Thursday. We'll be doing lives every day from the venue. So uh, we'll have shallow water adventures with Jeff, DJ, and Jay Paul, and Josh. And Josh Steve. will be with us. Uh, whether or not, but he's a little shy. He may not want to get on, get on here with us, but he will definitely be there in the background. So. Yeah, and anybody that stops by, if you want to, uh, you know, pick somebody's brain about the way these boats thought out, engineered. You know, constantly people are giving me suggestions. You know, you ought to do this, you ought to do that. Josh is the guy because he's the one that visualizes these things and uh, makes them happen. Yeah, that, that's the thing. You know, we, we try to we try to pick and choose, and, and there's no way to make everybody happy. It's just not ever going to happen. We're, we're not ever going to be able to put all the features and all the things that everybody likes. So we try to take the, the happy medium of what we see is the biggest things that people like and combine them and give the people the product that they want. Yeah, we do yeah. our best in making it right the first time. You know, like the F4, I think that's why is one of the hottest duck boats in the market. You know, all the features are perfect. The layout is just ideal. Sure, you could tweak things here and there, but, you know, Excel, we, we, we don't do any customization. And, you know, I think what many customers don't realize is, you know, you know, tweaking and making a front deck a little bigger, a gun box shorter, or a box here or there, it may sound easy, but it isn't, because all of our boats are CAD designed. Um, you know, the components are cut out precisely from that CAD design. So if you change, for example, a front deck, well, guess what? Tolerances on everything else changes. So, you know, it, it may seem easy, um, but it is, it is, it isn't. And, uh, yeah, like DJ said, you know, we really think through our boats and, um, you know, all the standard features and options are, you know, the way we would want them. 
So not going to please everybody, but uh, we, we try our best. Yeah, and you know what's tough? I mean, I don't know about you, Dave, BJ. I'm sure it's the same for both you guys. But, you know, I, I have at least once a week. I had it yesterday. Yesterday, a guy calls me up and says, hey, when are you guys going to build an F4 that's 20 feet long and 72 inches wide? I want a 2072 F4. And I get that at least once a week. Somebody calls me asking, hey, when are you going to have this product? Well, that would be 52 new products a year, you know, and you just can't. No, uh, to answer your question about the 2072 F4, that would never will happen. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's just too big of an F4. But we do have some things coming. And this year is going to, we're going to introduce some things this year. Um, can't talk about them yet. We want to make sure we get everything done right first. And it's going to be a, going to be a good year for introduction of some new things. Yeah, I look forward to seeing the new products. Uh, yeah, we got new things coming out. I can tell you this. Can't tell a lot of detail. But keep on watching the website because you're going to see at least Two new models. One of them going to be an unveiled there at the Baptist Conference, and then later in the year, I'm sure there'll be a second model, and maybe even a third, uh, possibly. So lots of exciting things happening here. Probably Dave, a good thing duck season is over. You know what? Yeah, I got to get back to work. You know. Yeah. Yep. That uh, and, duck season uh, is a distraction sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we really, we say it, but it's the truth, you know, everybody in the damn company is a duck hunter. Yeah, that, that makes it, that makes it tough. But, you know, it's good for, you know, product testing, R&D. I mean, you know, somebody's, somebody's got to be out there testing the product, putting it yeah, through the conditions. Good. Yeah, yeah, really. We did product testing. That's what I should have told Glenn that day when he didn't know I was going hunting and he called me. Glenn, I'm product testing today. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I didn't get it up. No, I'm just joking. He, he, uh, Glenn doesn't mind to take it off to go hunting a little bit too. I bet you No, he's a, he's a big duck hunter too, a big hunter overall. So that, that helps to work for an avid hunter. He, he understands the, the passion. Yeah, no doubt about it. I was just about to ask DJ, but you missed the days when we just virtually shut down in January. Oh, yeah. We, we haven't had one of those years in three years, <laughs> at least, uh, if not four. It's just been just ripping and roaring for the last three years. And, and that's good. It's great. I, 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 uh, I have no problem with that whatsoever. It's good for us, good for the company. Yeah, and I want to back up on something, too, for our listeners. You know, uh, what I said about getting a suggestion every week was by no means a complaint at all. As a matter of fact, we want to hear what you guys want. We're just not going to be able to do it all. But that doesn't mean that we don't welcome suggestions, information, you know, folks telling us, you know, hey, this is, uh, this is what we're looking for, um, you know, in a boat. And, and we do try to listen. I mean, how many of Think about all the innovations that you've implemented over the years. Oh, absolutely. We, we, you know, if we get a, the, same, the same suggestion, several times we started looking at how what we can do to implement those suggestions and how much uh, how many more sales it will uh, produce and stuff like that so we absolutely do look at every suggestion and and you know take it take into account and do some research and see see what we can do to incorporate the little changes that people like really like to see yeah i mean that's got to be exciting sometimes oh absolutely absolutely i mean uh, like i said 
um, we do listen to everything that, unlike Jay Paul, we want to hear it all. You know, we're not, that doesn't mean we're going to change anything, but it is nice to hear, hey, can you do this? Can we put this over here? Can we move this to this side? We, we like to hear that stuff because. Yeah, we time, consider it, yeah, constructive criticism. I mean, you know, it, uh, it goes a long way. And, uh, However, you know, a 2072 F4, I can guarantee you, will sell maybe three of those in a year. Yeah. So, um, um, so within reason, you know, we look at that and, you know, with, our, you know, new models and see whether they're marketable. Like DJ said, there's a big market for it and it can increase our sales and market share. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, we listen to our customers. No doubt. And, you know, and, and another thing, too, and I know you got to go here in a second, DJ. We are at the plant about 3 o'clock. They start wrapping up. It's a little after 2.30, so I promise you, but we can keep it more than about 30 minutes. Um, but, you know, nothing a lot of people don't realize because, you know, people that – people rarely, rarely, you know, make a big deal out of something when it really works. It's when it doesn't work. That And, and you know, we really work hard to make all of our customers happy on the warranty stuff. And, uh, you know, man, it's tough logistically sometimes, but I mean, you know, today I'm picking up a warranty boat while I'm here and taking it four hours back toward home to the guy that owns it because we do everything that we possibly can. You know, if you got an issue, I promise you, Dave is gonna do everything he can to make you happy within reason and to solve it. We take a great deal of pride in our customer service and in, you know, trying to make you happy. But it's got to be reasonable, too. And not everybody's reasonable, are they? No, no, they aren't. But, yeah, we, we try. In fact, in this in this situation, you know, this customer, we turned around his boat within, you know, a couple of days. He, he really wanted to use his boat pretty badly this coming weekend for the youth hunt. And, and uh, you know, we, we go out of our way to try to, accommodate everybody you know within reason yeah and to, to give you an idea of how quick the turnaround was i actually in my trip here monday uh i was coming here monday since i was already coming um you know david asked me to, to if i could bring a boat and it turned out there was one i could pick up also so i dropped this boat off on monday actually picked up another one and delivered it to uh a uh, customer in kentucky and then this boat was ready to go, what, yesterday? Mm -hmm. So came in Monday, was fixed, tested on the water, mm -hmm. and ready to go in a 72-hour turnaround. And I, I don't know any, I mean, that's pretty dang impressive what you do with that, DJ. And Dave. So, that, that, we know we want, to, we want our customers to stay happy. We know they have deadlines. We know they have plans. Um, they just, they want to, you know, they paid money, good money for the boat. They want to take it out where they want to use it. And... Um, we try to, you know, do everything we can possibly do to make sure that they have that convenience so they can take the boat when they need it. Amen. Amen. I can tell you, we do try. May not always succeed, but we really, really, really try. But there's a lot of work being done here now, man. More, I'm telling you, Dave, if you hadn't been here lately, when you walk back there during the day, it looks like an ant column. I mean, people <laughs> just all care. You know, you, you know how you, you kick open an anthill and yeah. you see all these carrying around carrying little pieces to rebuild? Oh, we're a little more organized than ant pile though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Running in different directions. I don't know if that was a good analogy or not, but yeah. No, I, I hear you. I'm excited to see uh the new expansion too. That is uh 
very timely. You know, we, we need it badly now, and uh, I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, I hope we're moved into it by April. So That'd I, be I great. Once they get the concrete board, that should happen. Awesome. Like I said, we're going to finish that up Saturday. I talked to the foreman today, and he's going to finish that up Saturday, and we got nice weather tomorrow. So um, they should start hanging um, iron sometime next week. That's awesome, man. Well, I know you've got a lot of boats to build and you've got to get back to work, but you know, uh, never had you on before. And we've got, since you are a duck hunter, kind of the standard question Dave and I ask. So, uh, yeah, I know you and I have hunted together a couple of times, but I've never looked at your blind bag. But, you know, the next time we're in Dolan's or someplace like that hunting together, if I want to sneak and try to steal a snack out of your blind bag, what am I going to find? Um, you're going to find some snack crackers, um, crackers, you know, peanut butter and cheese, and you're going to find some jerky. Um, and then my, my um, weakness is super sour sweet tarts. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> super sour tweet. Oh, wow. There's a bag of jerky on my desk, yeah. And he ain't lying, Dave, because there is, there's a bag of jerky on his desk. I wish I'd have known I'd have brought him. Uh, oh, man, what a combination, jerky and super sour sweet tarts. Yeah, I mean, don't knock it till you try it. I know. <laughs> I'll have to try it. I'll have to try it. Cool, man. Buddy, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I hope everybody found this really, really interesting. Dave, man, I'm, I'm praying for you, buddy. I feel bad for you. Well, thanks. You know, I mean, and thank goodness for ibuprofen and Percocet and all the good drugs out there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, you can always drink a whole, whole bunch of water and chase it with a couple of beers if you really want to get those kidneys going. Yeah, I've been doing that too. Yeah, a little of everything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, you know, Glenn can't understand why I'm drinking beer through the day, but I told him it was doctor's orders. <laughs> hey, your doctor prescribed it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's something about that, the hops or something, and kidney stones, I think. That... <laughs> well, man, I, I hope it passes. I really do. Again, of Dave and I, DJ, thank you for joining us today. No we've got a couple more exciting episodes coming up. We've got a, uh, another announcement we're going to make next week. We're going to have Lyle Stokes from uh, Catfish Weekly that we're going to be recording with, and then later in the week also one of our, our Catfish Pro staff guys, um, George Young, I think is going to be joining us. So we um, And then in March, we've got some really cool stuff coming up. But in the next couple of weeks, we've got a couple of exciting announcements uh, we're going to make so next week be sure to look for that next issue uh, of this podcast coming out and once again for all you out there that are listening lately we really appreciate you taking the time to listen in to the Excel Boats on the X Podcast powered by Mud Buddy Motors <laughs>